Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week two, day one of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 2, 1 through 4. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? God, speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. to be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians 2, starting in verse 1. So I made up my mind that I would not make another painful visit to you. Pause right there. Paul was talking at the end of chapter 1 that, hey, I told you I'm coming, and now I'm not coming when I told you I was, and it's not because I'm being fickle or whatever. I have reasons. So now he's going to explain his reasons. Verse 2. For if I grieve you, who is left to make me glad but you whom I have grieved? I wrote as I did so that when I came, I would not be distressed by those who should have made me rejoice. I had confidence in all of you that you would all share my joy. For I wrote you out of great distress and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to grieve you, but to let you know the depth of my love to you. So he's talking about what he's written to them in the past. We know 1 Corinthians was harsh. He's discussed writing harsh things to them in the past. And there might have even been a letter in between 1 and 2 Corinthians that was harsh. There's issues in Corinth. There's there's big issues. There's a lot of the, the culture is getting adopted into what the church is doing. And this is something that is still true to this day. Um, <clears throat> what Paul is saying is, I'm not coming to you right away. Uh, other things have come up, but but most importantly, it doesn't sound like much has changed. And I don't have the heart right now to come in and personally deal with that. <laughs> so essentially, I'm sending you this letter right now and let you know that I'm delaying me coming, but I, I, I can't come and have to, to correct all of this stuff one more time. Not right now. He's saying, you guys are the ones that bring me great joy. You're the ones that, that bring me comfort. And I, uh, I can't do that to y'all. <laughs> I can't do that to me right now. It's essentially what Paul is saying. <clears throat> you know, the, the interesting thing here, and th- this is so true. I think in, in a lot of ways, our modern context is a bit like Corinth, right? You've got uh, this, this culture that is uh, just very pagan, right? It's very pagan culture, very, I don't want to say anti-God, but it's just all about itself and all about, you know, that kind of uh, self-fulfilling lifestyle. And that's very tempting. It draws people in like crazy. I wouldn't say that our culture in the United States is anti-God, but it is definitely all about self. And so the people in Corinth, they're the even the pagans are very religious, but they're also very much about themselves, the Roman lifestyle. And so the 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 people of the church apparently keep getting sucked back into that. And I like to use the analogy that if you're a, a boat and you're docked at, you know, you're like a little boat, maybe like a little little bitty itty tiny yacht that you could spend the night in, you know, <clears throat> you're below deck in this little bitty thing, maybe a little sailboat. You can kind of see out your porthole window. 
And if you're if you're moored to the dock and you're the only boat, when the tide comes in and then goes back out, you're not moved because you're you're moored to the dock. But if you're not moored, if you're not tied off to the dock and the tide comes in and the tide rolls out, well, if you're sitting in there, you can see, you can look at the landscape around you and know that you've moved. You, you know that that culture has taken you somewhere that maybe you didn't want to go. <clears throat> if you're, so you, so you can notice that when you're alone, when you're just there to observe what's going on. But let's say you're there and you're still tied to that dock, but now you're surrounded by a whole bunch of other boats that aren't tied to that dock. Well, when you've got something rooting and grounding you to something and then you're not going to move, what happens when that tide comes in and out, all the rest of the boats around you move away. Now, you notice that. You notice that that culture has shifted and moved away. What happens when you're surrounded by those boats and just like them, you're not tied to something? Well, when the tide comes in and comes out, you don't notice because all you see are all of the other boats around you. You're not paying attention to the landscape because you can't hardly see past them. And so you've been swept out to sea by the same tide that everybody else is in because you have nothing rooting and grounding you. And that's a little bit of what's going on here with the church in Corinth is they have not rooted and grounded themselves in the gospel that Paul's preached. And we're going to see later in this book, there's a reason why is there's other people coming in and trying to snatch them away from that, trying to remove them from this mooring, from this, you know, being tied off to duck, rooted and grounded to something. And they're trying to destabilize that for their own purposes, And so they're getting swept away with the culture. And I think that's very applicable to us today. It's how easy it is if we are not rooted and grounded in something objective, which is God's word, the living the life of, of a Christian, then it is so easy when we're surrounded by this culture that we we didn't ask to be put into, we're just here, but when we're not rooted and grounded in something other than that culture, we will just get swept away with it. That's what happened to the Corinthians, and that's what we see happen all too often in the United States and in the West today. So I encourage you, give yourself to reading God's word over and over and over again. Root and ground yourself in a life in God. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.